Welcome to Episodes of Television. I'm your host, Donald. I think I've said this on the last one or two podcasts that I'm recording these all at once. Well, a bunch at once. So I don't really have a whole lot of, like, news. I'm doing air bunnies again. You guys can't see it. I don't know why I do that. So today, I'm going to cover... Where are they? I have the episode title, the episode title right here, and I, I can't find them. Um, covering In Like Ed, Who Let the Ed In, Rambling Ed, and Home Cooked Eds. Let's go ahead, jump into In Like Ed, and I just want to say, this, uh, I think the next podcast will be about halfway through this season. So, I'm looking at IMDb, and it's got 13 episodes and when I say episodes, I mean it's got two of them listed. So, yeah, after this one, we'll be halfway through season two, and then jumping right into season three right after we finish it. So, here we go, and like Ed. Ed's in a car door making car sounds, like vroom, vroom, beep, uh, stuff like that. And then you see Eddie and Double D. They're having a garage sale. And Double D is labeling things. Rather good prices. Uh, I think it was like five cents for a pair of ice skates. Ed runs with his car door, throws it on his table. He says, car door, five cents. Dad's canoe, 20 cents. Mom's dryer, 15 cents. Table, five cents. No price will be refused at Honest Ed's. He puts the table up on top, and then everything falls on him. Uh, Eddie, he finds a helmet he wants to sell, and he's not very, um, uh, I don't, I don't know, he's charging a lot of money. $50 for a helmet. Uh, His school picture, $20. He had some other stuff. I didn't really see what they were, the prices, but everything was like five dollars, ten dollars, and up. Ed comes up out of his little like pile of stuff, and he's got a vase in his mouth and something holding his mouth open, and he he like presses on it, and it pops out, and it's a it's like it's a bow for like a bow and arrow, and he. Fires off the vase. Then he grabs a tennis racket and he goes, Cafe Ole! And and sends it flying. And then Eddie and Double D were talking about their prices. And Ed picks Eddie up, puts him in the bow and arrow, fires him through the garage door, and he lands in the driveway. Sarah hits him with a rolling pin. And he sees Jimmy has a blender. Well, they just had a blender in their garage. Uh, I think Double D was selling it. And he says, hey, you got to pay for that. He did pay for it at Kevin's garage sale. So we look over. Kevin's got a garage sale called the Better and Eddie's Garage Sale. Now, he's making a, uh, Kevin is making a deal with Rolf. Rolf agrees to pay one turnip two carrots and $20 for something we don't even see. We don't we don't know what he's buying. And then 
Kevin, uh, he sells Johnny a fork for 50 cents. And then he's like, hey, doesn't Plank want one? So Johnny pays another 50 cents for another fork. Like, really? Um... <laughs> uh, the Eds were talking about Kevin. Like he just he just got twenty bucks and he did all this. Kevin says he's gonna go to the candy store. He's like, see you later, dork dork and dorky. Then Ed goes up to him and Kevin turns around, grabs Ed's mouth, and he's like, Sheepskin seat covers and walks away. It's like he knew what I was gonna say. So Eddie says He's smarter than you, Double D. This makes Double D mad because he is the brainiac. So they go to Double D's house. I don't. I, I, I think they're in the garage. I'm not sure. There's a calculator and it's got a little paper roll on it. He hits some buttons and a door opens up and the you know the printer or the paper comes down a little bit. Double D has some. Uh. Inventions, I'll say. He has a mop with a transmitter in it. Like, in the part that you mop with. Um, He has a bucket with a false bottom. And it has a tape recorder in it. Eddie grabs what looks like a jawbreaker. It's not a jawbreaker. It is a baking powder vapor barrier. It... (laughs) It looks like a bunch of powder taped together. That's all it looks like. And it's big, like a jawbreaker. They find a jetpack. Double D says it hasn't been tested, I think. Ed finds a hanger. And he goes, Double D, what's this thing? That's just a hanger, Ed. Cool, mum's the word. Or something like that. He uh, takes the end part of the hanger, and he's like, uh, uh, Double D says something about code names. He's like, my code name is The Claw. So they're going to do some uh, surveillance, I guess, is the is a good word. He's going to do some surveillance on Kevin, or the Eds are. So they ask Ed where he hid the camera. Only the claw knows. And then you see it. It's right in front of Kevin's house. Pointing at the door. It's got a couple sticks and leaves on it. But you can still tell it's a camera. Uh, Kevin goes over to Rolf's. And they're holding a couple presents. The Eds are like, okay, we gotta keep eyes on him. We gotta see what he's up to. Eddie was hiding behind a tree. I forgot where Double D was. I was looking down right in the note when Double D popped up on screen. And Ed is in his underwear, in a yard, mouth wide open, full of water for a birdbath. So I wrote Ed the birdbath. Well, they go over to a house, and they've got a milk carton periscope. And they're spying on everything. They're like, it's a meeting of spies. They're trading packages of intelligence. And Eddie says, looks like Jimmy's the brain's. So, I think it's Ed tries using a hair dryer grappling gun. It looks like a grappling gun like Batman uses, but it's 
from a hair dryer. And then it shows Eddie walking in. He uh, runs into Rolf. And then he gets away. And he's like, I'm going to go talk to Naz. He goes over to Naz, starts talking. How long you been part of Kevin's inner circle? Double D's in disguise dressed up as Naz. Uh, Ed tries flying in with the with the jetpack, but it's made from a fire extinguisher. So when it sprays, it just filled up his pants with that like foam. Eddie gets a piece of cake and he goes over to he who he thinks is Double D, and he says, "Hey, I confiscated this from Kevin. Better analyze it." And shoves cake down someone's pants, and that someone is Naz. Eddie shoved cake down Naz's pants. So you can only imagine how that ended. There's a pinata. Rolf goes to hit it. He ends up hitting Kevin with the stick. So Kevin uses Rolf as the stick to hit the pinata. And at some point, the pinata broke and Ed fell out. And he sees that there's presents and Double D is looking at him with x-ray goggles and he's seeing a bunch of teddy bears and the Eds are found like the kids see the Eds tearing apart these presents he's like what about this and he holds up a sewing machine well Jimmy runs off it's not a spy meeting it's Jimmy's birthday Eddie uses the vapor powder or the baking powder vapor barrier to get away. He slams it on the ground. You see the house kind of come up and the walls start kind of coming out a little bit like you do in cartoons. And he cuts back in there and the whole house is pure white. The only thing you can really tell is that is their eyes because there's a black circle around the eyes and the rest of them is just completely white. And then you see Kevin come out from a wall. And all the kids are standing up and they're ready to beat up the Eds because they ruined Jimmy's birthday party. And that is in Like Ed. Okay, moving on to the next one. Who let the Ed in? This one, I like this one. My computer acted like it was going to freeze and then it, now it's going again. Um, so the Eds are building something. It says no peek in, a big, like, tarp or something covering it. And Double D's under there. He's asking for tools. Eddie's asking Ed for the tools, and Ed is handing them to Eddie, who's handing them to Double D. And he asks for a plunger. So Eddie says, plunger. And they don't see Ed anywhere. Then they see him. He, he's... He's, like, fighting someone with the plunger, but there's nobody there. Ed is, like, lifted up and thrown on the ground. I'll say it that way. And the uh, Eddie and Double D come up, and he says, Oh, I was just sword fighting with my friend Jib. And they start laughing, and they, they're like, Okay, Ed's lost it. No, it... It's Ed's invisible friend, his imaginary friend. I say imaginary, but he says him. Or well, they don't really say invisible either, because I don't know how to explain it. I'll have to I'll have to talk about it near the end of the episode. 
So they get a chair and they play Jib's favorite game. Put someone in the chair and spin it real fast, stop it, and let let them get up and walk around and stuff. Um, they come up to Rolf, or no, Rolf comes up to them, and he thinks they're just being weird, because he, he, he doesn't understand what's going on. And they said, this is my friend Jib. I don't see anyone. I don't see no Jib. Explain to me about Jib. And they put him in the chair, spin it, stop it, and he flies out of the chair. And then something happened, and Eddie ends up chasing Ed and Jib. And then he gets tired. And Double D says, oh, it's because of these comics. So we got to get him to stop reading comics, read classic literature, and give him brain massages. It was like part of the brain, but still. Ed's sitting there with a piece of paper and a pencil or crayon crayon or something. (laughs) He loses tic-tac-toe to jib. And then... The scam is unveiled. It's a giant prize grabber machine. It's got a boombox, a TV, probably a dryer, just all kinds of crazy stuff in it. Well, Jimmy's interested in it. Sarah's like, whoa, this is kind of cool. Kevin, he's like, all right, they got some awesome prizes. (laughs) Uh, I think Jimmy's like, did it fall off the back of a truck? And Sarah says, that's how my brother was born. What? That's, that's not how it works. Uh, so, Ed introduce, introduces Jib to Jimmy, Kevin, and Sarah. And then, Jimmy says, I'm going to win Jib a prize. He gets to put his money in, and then Jib stops Jimmy from being scammed. So, Eddie chases Ed and Jib. He's like, Jib, Eddie's going to tag you. Double D and Eddie, they decide to seek help from someone. Someone who knows about this. Johnny. And they go up to Johnny. They say, Ed has an imaginary friend. What's an imaginary friend? Maybe Plank knows. So... Plank gives him a gives Johnny advice to give them. Build an invisible trap. Eddie says, draw up the invisible plans. And Double D says, should I use invisible ink? Then you see Eddie, or Double D, forget which one it is, and they're like, act like they're moving something. And so they're setting these, this invisible trap. And Ed and Jib, well, Ed is holding two giant bubble wand things. Running, all these bubbles are coming out. So, it's like he's holding Jibs. And then Jib gets caught in this invisible trap. And Eddie puts him in a headlock, I think. That's what it'll look like. And then Jib gets up and beats up Eddie. Ed says, they're just playing. Neighborhood kids come up and they're like, what's wrong with Eddie? Oh, Eddie and Jib are playing. Jib turns Eddie into a ball. And he's like bouncing him like 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 a basketball. And you see Eddie just kind of soar over a fence and going into a window. And all the kids cheer. And then 
Ed is leaning on Double D crying. And Double D is trying to console him. And Eddie is throwing stuff on a bus like, good riddance. Ed says that Jib, what was it? Jib said it was his time to go. His work was done. So he left. Ed was sad. The neighborhood kids were there. They left. They were all sad. Then Eddie says, Hey, Ed, I got something for you. What do you have, Eddie? An invisible potato and an invisible slingshot. Where? Hold still. Don't blink. Let's it go. And that's how we end. Who let the Ed in? Here's the thing. They said imaginary friend. So that means only Ed could see him. But all the other kids were like, Oh, Jib is awesome. He's awesome. He's awesome. And the things he did made me think he was just an invisible entity. So, I'm saying he's invisible. The the show said he's imaginary. But if I have an imaginary friend, he's not going to go around and do something to somebody else. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Time for Rambling Ed. When I say rambling, I don't mean like talking like all the time not making any sense so got a scam going on down in Ed's basement his bedroom whatever Eddie is a psychic like a swami he's like salami bologna pumpernickel loaf and it frightens Rolf cause he's like you don't mix salami and bologna he gets a uh, it's Johnny, Plank, and Rolf to pay for bus fare for the ghost. And then they're like, he's like, cross town full fare. So they have to pay even more. And he says, Oh, hear me, spirit of the Underwood. And there's a clothesline above them. And uh, Ed goes past it and he's reeled back while Eddie Eddie throws double D who's hanging from the line and it brings that back to above the table that they're using Ed is completely white and he's in a flower bag Rolf is like oh no and he, he's here for our souls and you know all this like like stuff like he's like he's having like panic attack or something. Then you hear something snarling and growling. Double D saying, "No, stay back. Get get away from me, you beast." It's Sarah. Sarah grabs Ed by the ear, drags him upstairs, and then upstairs again to her room. And the whole time he's like, it's not me. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. It was someone else. I always leave the seat down. She says, what's your sock doing in my room? Sleeping? He, he grabs a sock, throws it, lands on Double D. Jimmy's, he's so scared. He's, he's shaking. He's on the dresser. Like, really? Scared of a sock? Ed asks Sarah what else he can do. She says, dress these dollies, clean up your freezer experiment, 
And the freezer experiment is a big giant fish with sausage teeth and turkey drumstick eyes. And she says, set up a picnic for me and Jimmy. Anything else? Has this huge long list of chores. And there's some conversation between the Eds and Eddie's like, why don't you just move out? And he grabs Ed's mouth, like his lips, and he's moving them and speaking for him. Uh, moving out's a good idea, Eddie. I have one eyebrow and, and a tiny brain or something like that. I forget what he says. And Double D chimes in with something, and Ed grabs Eddie's lips, and he's like, I'll help him pack. So, Eddie's just kind of lounging around, hanging out. And there's this giant suitcase stuck in Ed's tiny window for his room. And Ed and Double D are trying to get this enormous suitcase out of this tiny window. And Ed rams it as hard as he can. It comes flying out. And Double D is on the front of it. And then he falls down on the ground. He starts running. And then the suitcase comes up to him and runs him over and I think they're in I don't really know whose yard they're in I think they're in Rolf's but I'm not sure they said uh, well what about Sarah's chores Eddie said he had to take care of there's Johnny dressed up as Ed (laughs) in Ed's basement with this huge list of chores and I, I didn't really pay attention to playing, but I'm pretty sure he was dressed up as one of the Eds. Well, they decide Ed should move in to Rolf's shed. Rolf lets them, because he doesn't want the Eds on the streets at night. Ed opens his suitcase and, like, explodes open. And there's posters everywhere. There's the chair. There's the bed. It looks just like his room. But it's inside the shed. Rolf is yelling at his pig and goat for eating out of his vegetable patch. (laughs) So he takes him over to his big tub. And Ed pops up out of it. He's like, Howdy, neighbor. What are you doing in... Uh, what do you call it? He says, what are you doing in the trough of food spoils? Ed's like, I'm hot tubbing. So this irritates Rolf because Ed is contaminating the animal, the animal's like food trough. Double D is testing eggshell strength. He puts a brick on it. He's like, pretty, pretty strong, pretty durable. Then Ed, he goes to test it. He grabs the tractor Rolf is on, turns it so the front of the tractor is on top of the egg. So the big end, like the big tires, all that, are up in the air. Like the highest point in the air. And something caused the tractor to fall over. And it came down with Rolf going face first into this big thing of eggs. 
the Eds are put in the shed, and he says, you have Rolf's use of the shed, that is it. It's all you can do is just hang out in the shed. They take the shed inside the house, take all of his food, then go back out. Rolf comes in. He's hungry. He doesn't have any food in the in the fridge anymore. And then it goes to nighttime, and he's got this huge stack of plates, and then a little one next to it, and he's washing them with a sponge. And he's talking about how the moon looks like half-eaten cheese. And he puts the sponge down and he uses it as a pillow. Ed is snoring so loud it wakes Rolf up. He's like, I'm going back, I'm going to my room, they're testing my patience. Opens the door, and Double D is sound asleep in the bed. Eddie is sitting next to him, and when the door opens, a light comes in, and Eddie's like, turn that light out! So Rolf does it, and then he leans up against the door asleep. Finally, the beast has stopped. And then a fire alarm goes off. Eddie's cooking. Double D saying, would you like some fresh fruits? You know, he's trying to be polite. And Ed is in the bathroom, covered in toilet paper. You got any, any paper I can borrow? And he pulls the sink up out of nowhere. He's like, can I borrow your bathroom sink? Really, what in the world? Rolf explodes. He just starts yelling and screaming, and like all the neighborhood kids can hear it. The Eds are in the shed. In the shed, I almost said the shelf. They're in the shed, and they're putting their foot on the side of it and tipping it over, putting it back, tipping it over. They keep doing that, and when they tip it over. Rolf comes in, and he gives him a thrashing. I mean, he just he's he's tired of it. And then he is dressed up as a psychic. And they are caught in... I, I don't know what it's called. It's like that big, like... I don't know. I don't, I don't know how... It, that big thing that you put on, like, horses. Like, around their neck, I think. I'm not... I'm not sure what it is. It's like a big, like, leather thing with, like, knobs on it for, like, ropes and stuff, I think. I I really don't know what it's called. And it's hard for me to explain it. <laughs> but the Eds are trapped in this thing. And Rolf says that the spirit of the rind, I think, I think that's what it was, of a pumpkin, is saying that the Eds need to do some chores. Uh, delice the chickens, shake dew from a tree, uh, clean something up, comb Rolf's back hair. You heard me correctly. Comb his back hair. And that is how we end Rambling Ed. Here we go. Episode number four for this podcast. This one is called Home Cooked Eds. Rolf is on his tractor and he's covered in mud. Their mud is yellow. <laughs> it looks like he's covered in cheese. But it's mud. Why do they make their mud yellow? Well, he goes to Double D's house where there's Eddie. 
He says, paying customers only. Go watch the tractor for Rolf while he tracks mud through Double D's house when he is done moving all the obstacles out of the way. Eddie gets in the tractor and he moves the, the knob and it goes backwards instead of forwards. Double D says, Ed, that's something I'd expect from you. That's something I really wanted to do, Double D. Eddie is proud that he crashed a tractor into a house. Pretty cool, huh? Well, the tractor's still intact. You could have done more with this. You could have destroyed the fence more. And the steering wheel should be rammed over your head. Ed educated Eddie on how to have a better crash. Well, Eddie's like, whatever, I'm going to my trailer. Eddie has a trailer? Then they hear cankers, and they're in the open. They gotta hide. They hide in the trailer. The cankers come back to their trailer. The cankers come in to sit on the couch and like we're having a great vacation. Turn on the TV. The Eds are in the TV. Then there's some, uh, let's see, we're going to watch infomercials, so they use Ed's head as a, as deodorant, and then they're on a cop show, and then they're exposed because of Ed, and they're talking, and, you know, the Ed's, well, Eddie's like, get your trailer off my lawn, we're on holiday, and they're, they're doing that kind of thing, it's like, son... Uh, we're getting sun, something else, and souvenirs. And Dub- er, Marie turns over this bag. A bunch of stuff falls out. And it's all stuff from Double D's room. And guys, Jim is back. Jim the cactus, and he's back to his regular cactus self. And that just made me lose my note. I don't know where I'm at in my notes now. Okay, here we go. May's got a back scratcher whose name is Plank. Yes, Plank the back scratcher now. And guess who's staring through the window and is extremely angry? Johnny 2x4. Well, the Eds go inside the house, and they're blocking the door from the inside to hide from the cankers. Cankers are inside the house. Cankers get into an argument, and they make up. They're on a holiday, it's no time to fight, you're right, blah blah blah. Then Eddie distracts Double D, and then... Wait, what? My note is so wrong. I put Eddie distracts Ed and Eddie. What? Double D's trying to take a picture of the cankers in Eddie's fish tank, which they called the pool. Eddie. <coughs> Eddie distracts Double D and Ed. Then the cankers are gone. Because he says, Ed, get rid of the. Where'd they go? Well, the cankers did go. To Eddie's room. 
And I didn't really put a lot of notes there. But, uh... Let's see. Marie... Was it Marie? Yeah, I think it was Marie had... Eddie's leopard spotted underwear. Wrapped them up in them. And unwound him. He goes over to me. Hi, Eddie. Bye, Eddie. And... I don't remember what happened. Maybe the Eds left. I don't remember. And in the next scene, they're doing some recon work from Kevin's yard. They're hiding behind the fence like binoculars, like what are they doing, how do we get rid of them, that kind of thing. Kevin and Rolf are laughing at Eddie because Lee just gave Eddie a big bag of laundry said, Make sure you do these and fold them and don't skip on the starch. And there's Johnny. And Rolf puts his hand on his shoulder. Like, don't touch me. Storms off. And then Kevin and Rolf leave. And somebody said something about the weather. Well, if we change the weather, they might leave. Double D, it, well, hold on. I'll say this before I say that. May is on a table sunbathing. She's yelling at Marie to flip her over. Marie is lounging on a couch. And I don't know what Lee was on, but she goes over, flips the table that May is on, sits on, (laughs) sits on Marie. Marie plucks an armpit hair from Lee. And then Lee chases Marie across the yard. Then it starts raining on them. The rain is double D spraying a hose through like a colander, like a strainer bowl. And they run over to May and they use her as an umbrella. They they lift her up and her hair pops out like like she's an umbrella. And they uh, Eddie's hitting a trash can with a pot, making it making a thunder sound. Ed turns on a fan, throws some like twigs and stuff in front of it. And Jimmy is in the air and he's being blown backwards and he's got goggles on. He goes, "My eyes are burning." And then when the cankers when the cankers are on the trailer door, uh, this big tree comes up and pushes them inside the, the trailer. And Ed throws it. And he goes goes down and then it has this like I wanna say like a clothesline or something. Johnny pulls it back and puts it on the uh a little red flag for like a mailbox which I don't think would have actually held it for how tight that string was, or that line was getting jumps on top of the trailer rips it open rips the top off and so there's like a little square he jumps down in and he takes back plank he rescues his buddy jumps up now when he jumps up out of the trailer eight hands come up 
and there's only three cankers. Three cankers means six hands. Who has the other two hands? And I had never noticed that before. I have never noticed that. So Johnny kicks the flag and sends the trailer flying. It, the Eds are cleaning up stuff. Lands on the Eds, bounces up, lands on the fence between the yard and Kevin's yard. And they start fighting for it. Double D and Eddie are trying to push onto Kevin's lawn. Kevin is trying to push it on their lawn. And Ed's just standing there. And that's how we end Home Cooked Ed's. Got some quotes, as always, from the uh, spy meeting birthday episode. Eddie walks in and goes up to Rolf. The crow calls at midnight. And the cat sours the basil. Rolf would love to talk politics, but I must see your invitation. I was like, that's awesome. Because I had something like that happen to me at a store. Um, I had to find what's called a white china marker. It's just a white marker for, you know, pieces of china. Like, like plates and stuff, that kind, that kind of china. And I had to get a specific white one for a, uh, for a school project. And... One of the workers at the store came up to me and says, white china marker? And I go around to the other aisle. And she follows me. I was like, the crow calls at midnight. And she started laughing like, what in the world? I was like, are we doing like spy talk right now? Because the way she said it, I was like, is she giving me like a secret message? Uh, Let's see, the... uh... The Jib episode. Ed is sword fighting. He's like, prepare to meet your maker. Ow, my brain has been munched. Now, I didn't really find like a really good quote in that one, so I just grabbed that one. Oh, this one, this is a big one. Um, from the episode where Ed moves out. They're in the kitchen, and Ed is dressing dollies like Sarah wanted him to. Eddie says... If Sarah told you to jump in a lake with a rock tied to your head and wait for naked photos of you to develop so she could hand them out to all the kids in the cul-de-sac, would you? I had socks on, Eddie. He had socks on? What the heck? Then, uh... When he makes his room and the shed, well, when he opens his suitcase and the whole room, like, comes back, he goes, my place is the cat's tuxedo, guys. Right, Poochie? And he starts, like, rubbing a cow's head. I was like, what? Poochie. So, uh, the last episode we covered with the vacationing cankers. They're doing the rain thing, and Maisie Umbrella, she screams, It's a typhoon! And Ed says something. Oh, he says, Okie dokie, Smokey. 
hey, that rhymed. And then when he gets rid of the trailer, he's like, don't even think about it. Think about it. And then at the very end, when they were fighting with the trailer, you know, Kevin wants it on their lawn, Ed, Ed's one on his lawn. Ed, give us a hand, or Ed, help us, something like that. Ed says, one plus one equals one on a bun. That's going to do it for this podcast. I have to reopen my phone. Uh, let's see, on the next ep- or the next podcast, I'm going to cover Two Sir with Ed, Key to My Ed, Honor Thy Ed, and Scrambled Ed. Still looking for a co-host. Like I've said, I've recorded these all around the same time. So I haven't really, like, checked my mail or, you know, anything like that. But still looking for a co-host. Send me a message on Twitter. Send me an email if you're interested. Um, Touch up with some Ed and Eddie episodes. We'll do a podcast, see how we like it and everything. Go from there. Find us on Podbean, epsoftv.podbean.com. Find us on the Stitcher app. Just search episodes of television. Follow me on Twitter at epsoftv. And you can email me, epsoftv at gmail.com. I think that pretty much covers it. So... Look us up on Podbean. Look us up on Stitcher. Follow me on Twitter. Well, it's not really me. Well, it is, but it is. I mean, yeah, I tweet a bunch of stuff, and not all of it's, like, podcast-related. But if you have any, like, questions, theories, comments, just want to say hi, anything like that, send me a message, send me an email. If you want me to read your email, I'll read it on the on the podcast. Um, if you don't want me to, I won't read it on the podcast. You know, just let me know in the message that you send. So next time, going over, do sir with Ed, key to my Ed, honor thy Ed, and scrambled Ed on the next episodes of television. Hey everybody, you're listening to some of the older episodes of the Episodes of Television podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Um, I do want to let you in on some information as the podcast has changed over the last, I don't know, year and almost two years that I've done this. Um, The podcast is no longer available on Podbean. It is available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. And I am no longer on Twitter. Um, I deleted the Twitter back in like June, I think. June 2020, I believe. Um, I just wanted to give you guys a heads up on to the, um, the information that I give out at the end of the podcast, how much it has changed. And I didn't really want to go through and chop out little tiny pieces of the podcast and repost them when I can just add this. It's so, so much easier. Um, again, no longer on Podbean, no longer on Twitter. Um, 
on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Uh, if you want to keep listening, thank you so very much for listening. I do appreciate it. Thank you.